Wouldn't it be great if three idiots picked apart each episode of your favorite podcast? We do that. Wouldn't it be great if we discussed the newest episode, ongoing theories, and predictions for what comes next? We do that. Wouldn't it be great if they didn't ruin the podcast at all and kept everything spoiler-free? We don't do that. You've been warned. Do we do that? A Taz fancast. I'm your co-host, Chris. And I'm your scroogiest co-host, Jake. And I'm your other co-host, Colin. This week's episode, The Candle Night Special. Yeah! Alright guys, so uh, the synopsis for this week. Um, the, uh, uh, yes, Jake? what if we didn't do that and did something else instead? We... We doing that is the name of the podcast. We it, have to do that's that. That's what we do. No, what do we what if we doing something else was the episode? Well, what did you have in mind? Something with a little bit of dice rolling. Are you suggesting we do our own candlelight special? Yes, yes, I am suggesting that. Huh. Alright, well, but you're in charge. Yeah. <laughs> Lead us away, Captain. Then on that note, let's begin. Wyville. Far to the north, on the edge of the great ice sea of Faerun, is a city of marvel. The wizards here have used their magic in tandem with skilled artisans to build structures, the likes of which you can't find anywhere else. Curves and colors flow through the city as buildings are connected by intricate pathways and staircases through which docile wyverns, for whom the town is named, fly. That's not to say that all of this town is prosperous. And there are plenty of areas in the city where, you know, the impoverished live in small wooden shacks and in tightly knit communities where they scrape by to get whatever they can. So the two of you have uh, an interesting business. Uh, Do you want to tell me about it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We found each other sort of by happenstance. As a skilled bartender, I knew that our two skills would make a great pair. To go out to the world and really set ourselves apart as just the best damn caterers in all of Wyville. And the trick with being caterers is that you work for really highfalutin, well-to-do folks. But the pay isn't that great. And you know, at some point, being around all the shiny stuff, you just kind of want it. And that's how we became the best damn duo of thieving caterers this side of the Sword Coast. Now, to be clear, I uh, <clears throat> I don't love that we have to resort to thievery to do these sorts of things. I, myself, prefer to be alone in the forest, communing with nature, and away from uh, people and society and uh, all of that drabness. But there are things to which a man must attend, 
and things that he must do, and I make a mean salad. And that's why Nald stays in the back, and I, Fexus, am the face of the operation. Yeah, so tell me a little bit more about yourselves, and how the two of you ended up in Wyville today. Well, I, uh, as, uh, Fexus mentioned, I am Nald. It's, uh, um, uh, it's short for Reginald. Bill Johnson? And, uh, uh, just, not just the reg- regular Reginald. Um, and I left my home at a very young age and I went out into the forest where I felt at peace and at, uh, at uh, one with myself and, I went out and I started just living alone with the plants and animals and having them as my family and friends. And as to why I'm here today, well, I could not say how long ago it was that we met Texas. It was many... It's such a blur sometimes. I can never really tell myself. It's, it was many moons ago. I don't... I don't track time in the way... Most people do. I track it by the cycles of the moon. And it was many moons ago that we met and founded this catering company. What's and, your company's name? Well, it's something. It's a great name that Thexus came up with. <laughs> well, we had had we had had a lot of drinks together that night at the the Stones Throw Tavern, and that's when we finally decided to go into business together. And I really think our our first idea was our our greatest one, um, and and we sort of decided on y'all want some hams, <laughs> catering and events, and you can't really do much better than that, <laughs> right? Totally, because at that point the marketing is so easy. If you just ask somebody, hey hey y'all want some hams? I mean, who's gonna say no? Nobody. It's perfect. So. I know you have salads, and I assume you have hams. Uh, what That's the best part. We are totally vegetarian. No oh, vegetarian. Okay. I yes. Love it. I don't believe in murdering animals for the feasts that we prepare. So, what? how long have y'all been in Wyville? What brought you here? Well, we're seeking to grow and expand our business. And hiding from all those people in Zville who kind of caught on that a lot of stuff went missing after our events. Okay, Zville was a funny joke, but this is Whyville as a joke instead of Whoville. That was the funny joke. Dope. So then so, we ran from Wenville, not Zville. There we go. That's better. That's better. Um, okay. So <laughs> y'all have been in town for a couple days now, and... The the townsfolk are celebrating what they're calling Candle Nights. And it's a holiday that's similar to some of the traditions that you've seen in your travels. Um, it seems to pull from a little bit of everywhere. Um, so you feel familiar with it, even though it's not, you know, necessarily your tradition. But your stand is set up one day, and suddenly from above, a man 
bursts from the window and hollers out to the crowd, Help! Help! Will anyone help me? I have gold to offer for help. What do you do? Uh, what do you think? Nald and I share a knowing look. I think at this point we've been in business together long enough that we, we have these negotiations down to a bit of a science. And, and without speaking, Fexus just holds up his hand showing five fingers. Saying, and sort of moves his eyes a little bit. Like, five? Five gold. Uh, yeah, but no communication. Just He just looks it over and says, and doesn't say anything, just five fingers. Uh, Nald does not have enough fingers to show how much gold it would require. <laughs> <laughs> so he just knowingly looks at his hands and his toes and sort of gestures... <laughs> <laughs> he shrugs a little bit and uh, nods. So seeing your potential interest. So, sir, good sir, what? Uh, how can we help? What do you need? Meet me at the front door and I'll tell you. Do you need some hams? No, no. Uh, good, good. Yes, yes. No, shit. Uh, sorry, <laughs> no, no, we don't, we don't have any hams. We're, we're. We're fresh out. So the man waves from the window, and you see him leave, and then shortly after, he exits the front door of his home to come out and meet you. Uh, hello, sir. I mean, uh, what is your name? I'm shocked that you don't know who I am. I, I, hope, I hope the gold that I have to bring will... Of course, of, of course, sir. Of course we know who you are. You're so illustrious around this point. How could we not recognize your, your face and, and, and vigor? Uh, for you, you are such a famous person in these parts. Well, you are Stephen Dirigible, the most famous dirigible maker in all of Wyville. Only a fool in this town would not know Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> oh, sorry, we thought you were your brother. Stephen Dirigible. Stephen Dirigible. <laughs> <laughs> we, we passed a billboard on the way in for the finest billboards. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Douglas Billboard. He's a uh, very different person. You know, I wonder if it was Stephen's Dirigibles. Oh, that could have been it. That makes more sense. Oh, that does make sense. Dirigibles is not a common last name. But you and Steven share a striking resemblance. I frankly don't have time for this gentleman. A ghost of a long-dead acquaintance of mine, a, a, a certain Jacob Marley, appeared in my bedchamber this evening and threatened me, telling me that three spirits will visit me. I am an important man, and I do not wish to perish this night. I wish to hire you two as my bodyguards, and I, of course, will pay you both handsomely. It's You are in luck. We are uh, very well qualified to be bodyguards. Um, let us pack away our catering company? 
You came to the right people, have no doubt. Uh, we are give us- very good with ghosts. Have no fear. Texas has a lot of ghoulish experience. Uh, excuse me while I pack up the romaine lettuce. We're having a sale on romaine due to <clears throat> circumstances. Yes. Well, I have heard, I have heard tell of this romaine, but I might suggest that in the poorer areas of town, they might not, uh, they might not blink at potentially tainted goods. Uh, yes, what? yes, indeed. But for now, <laughs> you have a ghost problem, I hear. Yes. Uh, did he say when they would visit you? Just tonight? This evening, yes. I and, and just so we know, what is for dinner tonight? Why would I feed you? What are, what are uh, you having for dinner tonight? Yes, it impacts how the ghosts appear. Everybody, everybody knows this. Well, I am, I am, I am having ham and delicious potatoes. Well, you know, you got to watch out for the potatoes. They often, they often bring poltergeists. Have you not heard of the potato poltergeists? Whenever you unroot a potato from the ground, you unroot a soul from the grave. It is known. Indeed, it is known. I do not think they say that. It they do. Yeah, it is known. Well Look, we are your expert advisors that you have hired to protect you from these spiritual menaces. There there is definitely a certain level of like suspension of disbelief that I have not gotten to yet with this, so <laughs> glad we're doing it together. We'll edit this bit out. <laughs> So, after, after taking on this contract from one Mr. Scrooge, you spend the evening in the servant's quarters in his home. Um, he is a man of principle and, well, to have the help anywhere else would simply be untowards. What do y'all do while you're waiting? Because nothing has happened yet. Um, I think I would probably go attempt to learn something about ghosts. So, probably going to go hit up our friend Drawl Drifton, who we all know uh, to how be... How about you roll... Who we all know to be a fine ghost... Hunter. Yep. And well in tune with the spirit. What are the things you can roll? Mm, yeah, that, that, that sounds right. God, why are all of my things? <laughs> mm, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, why don't you roll Arcana for me? Uh, yeah. That is a 18. So, 
your friend Drawl is able to give you some really great advice on ghosts. Okay. Um, they come from potatoes, as everyone knows. But they're allergic to onions. Um, a root for a root, am I right? pulling your leg there. Yeah. No, but okay. <laughs> he tells you some things to watch out for and that, you know, they can easily move around environments and change the flow of combat because they can disappear. And he has even heard tell of very powerful specters being able to channel undead energy and consume the living. That's tough. Um, does he give us any information about how to like defeat a ghost? He offers you a tonic to tip your weapons with. Okay. That should help you kill a ghost. Killer, yes. All right. I, uh, while, uh, Thexis goes off to meet with our ghost consultant, uh... I'm. I want to try and learn as much as I can about uh, uh, both uh, Scrooge and the house in which we are staying. Um, I understand I'm in the servants' quarters, but I would like to try to commune with the small animals that may run around the house, the mice, and other is that, is that a spell rats that you have? and things like that. It- is it right um, next to the present produce magical berries? It, it spell? can be. <laughs> it can be, but I don't want to burn a spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> Will I have time to take a rest? <laughs> no, but what I will let you do. I'm sorry, it's is, in our contract that we have afternoon naps. What I will let you do is. Roll animal handling. Perfect. That's and you what won't be I able to commune for. directly. You won't be able to get to communicate per se, but you will be able to get a general sense for what the animals feel. Let's see. That is a twenty-three. You feel the shit out of some mice. Oh, can we rephrase that? <laughs> yeah, it's gross. You can tell that all of the small critters in the house avoid the basement, which feels very odd to you, um, both as a druid and as a chef, um, caterer, thief. There's a lot going on there. Um, He's really a greensman, given his salad proficiencies. Fair. Fair. I do have a proficiency in salad. <laughs> uh, roll salads, please. Um, okay. It's a 45. Damn, son. It's like the best wedge salad there's ever been with vegan bacon bits. Uh, I think that precludes it from being the best. We're a vegetarian catering company. Well, that's not going to be the best. It's going to be good. So, yeah, you get a general sense of unease from the creatures in the home, and you see that they 
avoid the basement like the plague. Good to know. Good to know. Excellent. I shared this information with uh, Thexus upon his return. And I give Nald some of the tincture or whatever to tip whatever it is that he hits things with with his kitchen knives, I suppose. I have a scimitar. Yeah, of course. Yes. For harvesting the wheat. Right. Curved swords. That was a funny Skyrim <laughs> joke. <laughs> I didn't I did not get it. Sorry, Dark Champ. Well, hopefully one of our listeners will. The listeners that we don't lose by doing this. Yeah. As the hours pass, Mr. Scrooge decides that he's going to go to bed and he's going to leave you outside his bedchambers now on the second floor to guard to guard him to to guard the house and the the foyer as you know the hours pass Ebenezer are you sure this is a good idea surely we could be more effective inside your bedchamber i think not have you considered you that you might be more effective but i there, there is not a, there is not a chance that I would let you in here with me, my dear Ebenezer. We don't mean with you. Surely any ghost who haunts you knows where you sleep. So we shall sleep in your bed, and you shall stand watch outside the door. That way, once they come to see how unEbenezery we are, they'll run in fear, and you'll be safe. Yes, yes. This is the best path forward. I at this moment Texas is going my investment. Texas is going to use his one spell. It's thaumaturgy. And he's going to use that to make the uh the windows of of the bedroom suddenly fly open. <sighs> what was that? The ghosts they've already begun to to surround yes. the house. We must uh, go gather all of the onions. Ebenezer, where do you keep your onions? In that moment, you see emerge from the bedroom. Wait, alone. Where where are we? Not in the bedroom? You're you're outside the bedroom. Ah. A lone, glowing female figure strides forth from the chamber. Ebenezer Scrooge, I, I am the ghost of Christmas past. Thexus slides in front of Ebenezer and goes, hey there, Thexus Mavros, very nice to meet you. Can I fix you a cocktail? You want some ham? And does like a lot of eyebrow waving. Eyebrow waving, his uh, hand is outstretched towards the specter to say, my, my phantasmagorical friend, surely you must be parched from whatever journey you've undertaken. More eyebrows. Hand outstretched. I, I have no need of ham. <laughs> Us and neither. And pushes but aside you. That's perfect. Yes. We don't actually have ham. Is there anything else we cannot provide you with? The girl then whips her cloak around 
and is suddenly a large man with a powdered wig in a suit. Good sir, an ale to help what ails you. (coughs) Excuse me, sir. uh, What happened to the woman? We were going to get her a cocktail? You see a surprised look on Scrooge's face and then he exclaims that it's it's Mr. Fezziwig and alive. I apprenticed under him for years. I don't think that wig's made out of a pheasant, Nald. No, he knows best. All right. It's a fe- it's a pheasant wig. One more time the figure twirls their cloak and suddenly there's a young beautiful woman standing there. Uh, I, and Nald is very confused and spins around to attempt to change himself. <laughs> uh, roll performance. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that is a uh, just a second. That is a six. Uh, you manage to spin, and you stumble a little bit, and get very dizzy. That's fair. Uh, Fexus, what do you think of Nald's performance? Um, I do think I that... do I look different? By my by, by stars, my friend Nald, you're you're a tree, and. Thexus puts out his arms as if to be a tree. Now we're a tree! While you are pretending to be trees, <laughs> the figure takes Scrooge's hand and they start to walk down the staircase. Hey, no, that's not how this works. You Bill. go in the bedroom. You have to go to sleep. Ebenezer! Bill. Ebenezer, where are you going? Then he looks at the ghost and Asks, why, why why must you show me these things, spirit? These figures have died or left my life. I, I am no fool. Why must you show me these things? Uh, make a perception check. Both of you, please. Do-do-do, boop-a-doo. I don't remember how that works, but I did roll a dice. Is it? Uh, I'm at 12. Uh, 7. It's plus wisdom? Yeah, 7. Oh, okay. It's not Texas. Not Texas's best best category. Things are fine. As <laughs> cool. And, and as the figure and Scrooge reach the bottom of the stairs. I think at this point, Texas has, has definitely gone after them. Perhaps he's vaulted over the railing to land in front of them at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, roll Ooh. acrobatics. Yes. Ooh, thank goodness. thought you were going to say athletics. That would be bad. That's a nine. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, take a point of damage. Yep. You, you 
you did not fully leave your tree form. And so you managed to catch your foot on the railing as you bound over. And so it isn't very damaging, but you don't fall gracefully. And you, you, you hurt yourself a little bit. But now you are on the same level as the ghost and Scrooge. As they reach the bottom of the stairs and look to see you, the figure exclaims, Your torment has only started, Scrooge, and draws a dagger and holds on to the old man. Whoa, okay, so that's you all You old cool. fool, all the research was worth it. You will come with us and empty out your coffers. The woman shakes out her hair and in a whirl, turns from this young woman into a grizzled bearded man. Behind them, the door and a couple of windows crash open and five thugs in gray cloaks step inside. Roll for initiative. The two thugs in the middle move forward most directly while their allies on the sides sort of flank out around. They take up defensive positions, but they don't do anything yet. Each of the thugs in the middle, though, pulls out a crossbow and targets each of you. Well, fuck. Um, so, uh, Thexus, what is your AC? 12. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, take four damage okay. as a crossbow bolt swings into your shoulder. Yep. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Uh, and Nald, how about you? What's your AC? Fifteen. That is also a hit. That sucks. So take four damage. Same shoulder. It was weird. It was almost like they fired at the same time and it had really good aim. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. Uh, Chris, you are up next. Thexus, what do you do? Thexus is going to dash forwards with his dual daggers and attack the closest uh, person. How? What's our squares here, Jake? Just so I can get movement right. There are five. Five. Cool. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, stabby, stabby. Uh, roll to hit. That is. Ugh, it's an eleven. Plus. Nope. Seven plus four. It's eleven. Mm. Yeah, that's not so great for you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, next in the order is the ghost. Or the grizzled old man. Who, rather than fighting, is going to try and shepherd Scrooge away. So they move away. Uh, Colin, you're up. <clears throat> okay, so there are how many thugs? Four? Five. Five. Five, okay. And I'm still at the top of the stairwell. Correct. Um, how far away would you say they are? I mean, they're down the stairs. Like 40 10, feet? 20, 30, 40. For, cool, 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 cool. 
All right. I'm going to transform myself into a lion. Yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> I love this. Love this very much. So as my bonus action, because I'm a second level druid of the circle of the moon, as a bonus action, I can use my wild shape and yeah. become an animal. I have become a magnificent maned lion. And I want to jump down from my spot on the balcony. Uh, and I want to run to this guy. Uh, at the bottom of the stairs, uh, he's sort of in front of the ghost and Scrooge. And I would like to pounce on him. Okay. So, if the lion moves at least 20... F- well, I guess that wasn't straightforward, so I can't pounce, actually. Well, I, I would count that. Good. Uh, the target must succeed on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Yeah, they fail. Great. So, he's prone. Um, the pounce uh, means I'm going to hit him with a claw attack. Which is uh, melee weapon attack with plus five. So I'll do that now. And then I'm going to get a bonus action to bite him because he failed a saving throw. Okay. So I rolled a 22 to hit him with the claw action. Does that does that hit? It does hit. Okay, good. Uh, and it's 1d8 plus three. So, I hit him with for seven points of damage. As you claw him, uh, you rake across his body, and just with a huge gash, he falls dead. Okay, then I won't take my bonus action against him. And that's uh, the end of my turn. I am now a lion. Next in the order is the thugs. Uh, the two thugs, uh, farthest away, uh, both aim their crossbows at you, uh, Nald, and take a shot. That makes sense. Uh, the first one rolled a three. That misses. And the second one rolled a... Nine? That also misses. As a lion, my AC is 12. Oh, well, there we go. Um, they are very shocked by the fact that there's a lion around. <laughs> that was not what they were expecting when they took this job. That, I was counting on that. Thexus, uh, the two close to you, are going to attack with their daggers. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, eight? Nope. Nine? Not gonna do it. Well, so that was a very bad round for the thugs. Bad thugs. They're real bad thugs. Uh, Chris, you're up. Uh, seeing the old ghost guy trying to get away, uh, Fexus is gonna draw his short bow and try to shoot it. Okay. That is a 19 versus AC. That's a hit. Dope, 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 dope. He takes 
Aha! Six. Eight piercing damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the man is surprised. You know, uh, it was a good hit. Uh, with this and a lion in the room, he is, again, very surprised. Uh, but still in the fight. Um, so I'm going to use he... my bonus action to okay. uh, dash dash forwards to get away from some of these thugs. Okay. Uh, so sort of going to dip over this way, and then I'm going to move forward over to the left to get across from them. Yep, great. Uh, the ghost, uh, similarly this turn, moves to the back of the room. He is up against the wall now, moving towards the door to try and get uh, Scrooge out of the building. Yeah. Uh, where is back to where the is the are they like at the exit? These double T's here, so they could leave the building next turn. Ah, it's not good. Uh, it's back to the thugs. Um, do I not? When do I go? <laughs> Uh, by the thugs, I do mean Colin. That's what I thought. Uh, do, 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 do. Mm. Mm, that's a bummer. Mm, okay. <clears throat> so how far away is the ghost? 40 feet. Uh, and he, is he corporeal? Yes. Great. Again, we we are calling him the ghost, but he revealed himself to just be a man. Right. So I'm going to run over there in my lion form. Right. And, uh, uh, and I think I'm going to uh, pounce on him. So hit him with a claw attack. Get him. Oh, okay. Get him, Nald. Uh, Nald hears you, Texas, and purrs in appreciation. Dope. Very dope. Let's see. Roll what is hit. it? It's, yep, it's plus five for a claw attack. Oh, wait. He has to make a strength check, right? Uh, so he's going to get hit with a claw attack. He'll make a strength saving throw to see if he's knocked prone. Oh, okay. So it's a DC 13. The roll to hit was 23. That's a hit. Was that a crit? Uh, no. Okay. So um, yeah, uh, 23 is a hit. And then does he roll above? Oh, let me roll damage first. Yeah, roll damage. We'll solve that. Just a second. It's five damage. Okay. And, and then he rolled a two. Right. So he's knocked prone. Okay. And as a bonus action, uh, I can make a bite attack against him. Okay. Dope. 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 So roll one d twenty. That's that's a seven. 
Yeah, that does not hit. It's pretty embarrassing. Uh, so describe what this looks like to me. You have presumably pounced upon this man, have him pinned prone to the ground, right, and then uh, miss him. So describe what that looks I, like. I was I ran over on my paws. I ran over. I leapt and I slashed him across his chest with my lion's claws, and then I went to rip out his neck, but he's got a mouthful of beard. The beards can make it so hard to judge the neck. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you take one point of itchiness for the beard. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, we go back to the top of the order with the thugs, who are getting a little more concerned. Um... Two of the thugs uh, decide that this is not worth it for them, and they flee. So they haven't made it out of the building yet, but they are running away. Love that. Love that. The thug nearest to you, Thexus, moves into range for a melee attack. All right. Uh, that's a 16. Yeah, that'll do it. That does three damage. He just pokes you with his dagger. Just a little poke. <laughs> just a little poke. Just a poke. Just a little poke. Won't uh, hurt a bit. The one behind you, Nald, is very uninterested in getting into melee range with a lion. Lion fighting. So he readies his crossbow and attacks. Word. So he crits. That's not cool. Great. That's um, it's fine. I get different hit points when I'm an animal. Oh shit! <laughs> so that does eight damage. Uh, is that with the doubling yes. for the crit? Perfect. I'm. I still have eighteen hit points. Dope. Uh, it's to you, Chris. Um. <laughs> I guess I'm going to try to... I wish I could do an attack as a bonus action, but I can't. Oh, that's too bad. Um, that, the ghost guy is still prone, right? So he'd have to... His, Correct. His move will be getting up. Correct. Great. Uh, I'm going to sheathe my dagger and draw my rapier. Okay. And attack the guy next to me. Uh, oh, that's a 10. Yeah, that doesn't hit. So, uh, see, the problem is when you have so many bladed weapons on you, you can get them jingle jangled up and you sort of forget what the range is. And it's tough sometimes. Uh,. The As a bonus action, I am going to, though, dash again to get over closer to them. Okay, yeah. Whew. It's quite a dash. Yeah, man. 
the ghost uses his move to stand back up and does a melee attack on you, Colin. Bring it. I mean, rawr. <laughs> uh, that's a 17. Uh, meow. It does hit. I'm trying to figure out how to say that in cat. For nine points of damage. Oofa loofa. All right. All right. He's getting a little... Hey, what happens when your lion form dies? Uh, I just go back to being a gnome. Oh, that's good. All right, that's that could be a lot worse. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty great. Yeah, that is that's kind of dope. I used to get like a shell that gets beaten up, and then I revert back to my gnome form. Yeah, dope. So, Colin, it's uh, your turn. Uh, so this guy's now standing. Yes. Is uh. Is Chris within five feet of me? Yes. Sorry, is is Texas? Also yes. Uh, no. <laughs> One square is five feet. Yeah. So like I lean forwards a little bit. Just a little just a little <laughs> Hey, what's up, buddy? Just sort of get a little closer. I mean I, I I'll leave it to you, Mr. DM, if you consider that five feet or not. Because I get advantage on attack rolls uh, if one of my allies is within five feet. Boy, would have been great to know that sooner. Just a little, <laughs> a little bit of sharing of sort of tactics. Well, hey, I thought I thought it was like a known thing for lions that they're better when their friends are near. That yeah, doesn't even on, make Chris. sense. Aren't lions like pretty solitary hunters? No. Watch the Lion King. Male lions. Male lions. Yes, they are, but. Male lions watch don't really the Lion hunt. King when he goes around. Jake, Jake, you know I haven't. Don't spoil this for me. I've only seen the Lion King one and a half, and I don't really understand what's happening. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's just okay. a, a pig I, and a, a thing, and they're digging tunnels, and it doesn't make any sense. But the music is wonderful. I will give this one to you. All right, great. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm just gonna bite him. <laughs> just a regular old lion bite. Okay. Yeah, just a regular lion bite. I do have advantage on the roll. Uh, so I'm just going to roll 2d20. Uh, well, that didn't go great. That's not what I meant for that to do, but that's fine. Um, the highest is a 14. That does not hit. Right, so I, I, I miss him. Great, cool, 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 you're not, cool, cool, you're not cool. The best lion that I've ever heard of. Well, but you have heard of this lion. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thugs are back up. The two escaping ones finished their escape and are no longer combatants. You've solved that puzzle. Dope. Uh, the one nearest to you, Thexus, is going to move in for a melee attack. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, which he gets an eight. Nah, not gonna do it. 
and the one farthest away is going to try to use a crossbow bolt to hit you, Colin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets a seven. Uh, miss. So they're also, like, I think we've addressed the fact that these are not the best thugs in the world. <laughs> I do also, I do like that the, the amount of, like, noise and commotion that must be going on <laughs> is pretty good. Uh, yeah. This is a great... Can I hit this lion? It's very Why big. the fuck is there a lion? Yeah, right. Lion, uh, what you don't realize is lions give me significant advantage to stealth. And so, maybe they just don't see me. <laughs> secret lion. Uh, no one ever expects a secret lion. Uh, Chris, you're up. Um, I'd like to take a just free action to sort of address our ghost person. Who is he still prone on the ground or did he stand up? No, he's standing. He's standing, so he's just kind of there. Like, all right, all right, hey. All right there, ghost friend who's not a ghost. You and your guys can tell that you're in for some trouble, so... Maybe it's time to talk about uh, what you want with Mr. Scrooge here. Because, see, he is paying us a as-of-yet-unnegotiated sum. I realize that's on us. We're going to fix that in a minute. To keep him from leaving this building. And you want some amount of something. What can we do about this? I believe for those of you uninitiated to this, let's, uh, let's do a negotiation. Okay. I, what are you hoping to get out of this, uh, to Chris? Uh, boy, I want to learn what valuable thing Scrooge has that they want. Okay. I, I, I bet it's gold. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is it just, is it just money? Is it a quantity of money? Is it a, a specific relic or something? So you think it might be money, but not a quantity of money. Well, do they just want, like, all his money, or they want the 20,000 gold you stole from me when you were head of Wyville Bank and Trust? <laughs> they had to drop the end trust part. Yeah, now it's just Wyville Bank and whoops. <laughs> Wyville Bank and whoops. How about you roll persuasion for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good at that. I actually have proficiency in that. Yeah, 16. So the, the ghost grabs onto Scrooge and holds the knife a little bit closer, but he's receptive to your inquiry. Um, this man, he has, he, he's loaded. We just want, we just want it all. How much is he paying you? That's a great, that's a great, uh, that's a great question. Uh, Thexus draws his short bow and points it, uh, points it at the ghost and says, he is paying us. And then he moves and he points his short bow at Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge, how much are you paying us? Uh, he wiggles his eyebrows uh, a lot. Who wiggles their eyebrows? I, I do. Texas does. Can you describe uh, how they're wiggling? Um, <laughs> basically, it's like one eyebrow goes up, and then the other one goes up, and the other one comes down, and they go back and forth like dun 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 
dun dun dun dun, and it's basically music, um, music for the they're, they're music like, above the eyes for the eyes only. Are they are they like uh, pinball flappers? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, click, 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 click. Uh, and then when we animate this for later use, they do this pull turn into dollar signs. <laughs> so Scrooge looks at you and asks how much you want. Uh, as a free action, can I just roar? Yes. <laughs> can I just roar? roar? My companion makes an excellent <laughs> point. 50 gold each. Roar? 50 hundred gold each. Roar? 500 gold each. That's more than I was hoping to part with, but if you save me, I will give you that. Superb! I repoint my short bow at the ghost and shoot him. For 15. Against AC. Mm, that's a hit. Yes! It's going to be real anticlimactic. Could have gone for uh, D6 plus 2. Uh, 7 damage. Uh... Next is... No, he's dead, right? Like, I killed him? Ghost's turn in the order? For the narrative, I do need him to be dead. Yeah. Who is not dead. That's tough. But is now very unhappy. And is realizing that he's maybe in for for more than he bargained for. He just realized that? The lion didn't do anything for him? Where's this dude's intelligence? No. He's had a lion attacking him for... Um, well, 12 seconds, I guess. So, the... The ghost kicks Scrooge away. Right. So, Scrooge falls down. Uh, and for his action, he dropped a smoke bomb, which obscures oh, so cool. the area around him. He then does an action that you can't see. Uh, but can we smell I've, it? Yeah, I've lot. got... I am a lion. Colin, you're next yes. in the order. Alright. As a free action, can I try and discern what he's done? You have no problem finding him. That wasn't my question. <laughs> Alright. Uh, how far away is he? Oh, he's, he's still right, right next to you. Right. Okay, then I'm going to jump on top of him and uh, try and bite him again. Okay. He's within five feet, correct? Correct. I was going to say, it doesn't really matter. I can just run to him. Uh, wait, is uh, Thexus still within five feet of me? Thexus hasn't moved, so if he was before, he still is. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, DM. All right, just a second. Let me roll. 
All right, my highest score is a 22. That's a hit. Good. Good, 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 good. Uh, this is a bite. Uh, for seven damage. Hey, Nald. Do you have a beard? Well, I'm a lion. Does Nald have a beard? Uh, no. Gnomes don't grow beards, really. So, as you bite the ghost, you find it odd that he feels a lot smaller and he has no beard. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, we're back to the top of the order with the thugs who are... Wait, is the smoke still there? We can't see, like, Nald only knows from what he feels in his mouth? Yes. Smoke's gonna last a whole turn. It's not a great mouth feel. Bad mouth feel. Low marks. Um... You know, a little a little behind the curtains is like, you know, when you're reading these sort of descriptions in the book, it's like, oh yeah, it's just going to be quick and simple, and they're going to fight the bad guys, and no, they're not going to turn into lions, and you know. <laughs> you're <Ooh>. welcome. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying it, but it requires some some mental gymnastics to, to figure out. Yeah. Um... Okay, so the thug closest to you, Thaxis, is going to try and stab you again. Sure. He gets a... Uh, a two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he misses. Not going to do it. And is just getting visibly frustrated. I'm very lithe. Move very quickly. The one farthest away is going to try and fire a crossbow bolt at you, Colin. Bring it. He will have disadvantage because he is firing into a smoke cloud. Perf. He rolls a 10. Uh, My armor class is a 12. So the... Crossbow bolt flings through the air, and Nald, you feel it whiz by you, and you hear it thud into the ghost, who takes four points of damage. That's cool. Perfect. Yes. Good. Nice. 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 nice, nice. I'm a little concerned. Uh, you're a little concerned about. The form the ghost is in. But that's fine. It's cool. So, hey, how big is that smoke cloud there, DM? It is covering these squares. Okay. So it's, it's to our listeners who aren't watching me drag and drop, it's, you know, 10 by 15 feet. Dope. 
Uh, Nald, when you bite things, do they stay in your mouth? Or have you sort of come back from that? Yeah, it's not super helpful. <laughs> I'm a, a lion. You see, the thing um, about lions is they're like the intelligence isn't super high. Really like the talking, they're more. I can't really talk. There's a lot. I lose a lot of my abilities as a lion, but I gain hit points, yeah, beasts, fangs, and teeth. Beasts of action, they are fangs right. and teeth. Eh? Uh, I meant claws and teeth. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Um. All right, that's fine. I'm go. I mean, I will say my bite doesn't like restrain people. So, so what I'd like you to do is throw the ghost out of the smoke. Well, maybe on my turn. Yeah. yeah. But I almost certainly can't do it on your turn. All right. Uh. I mean. I mean. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Fexus is just going to move up to put himself between Scrooge and the ghost man and then attack with his rapier. Okay. You'll be at disadvantage. Okay. So that is a... That one's a 19. And that one's an 8. That's a bummer. 8 plus 4 is 12. You miss. Yeah. And... I'll say you are you are deft enough to not hit a lion because yeah, you're up I, close. I can see a lion. You do not hit the ghost. All right, that sucks. But you find it odd that where you struck, you know, to your mind would have been a hit. So you're a little confused. That sounds right. Have I offered them a cocktail yet? No? Do you want to? Not yet. Let's see how this plans out. As the ghost's turn starts, the smoke begins to fade. And where you had once seen a tall, grizzled, bearded man, you see Nald. <laughs> oh, I see where this went wrong for you. <laughs> um, and he does a melee attack against Colin. Uh, and he misses because... <laughs> You know, he's clearly not used to short gnome arms, so he right. just sort of flings wildly. Of course. Um, and misses. Uh, Colin, you're up. So I think most characters would be, like, confused at seeing themselves. Um, but lions aren't super smart. <laughs> well, and, and neither, is, uh, neither is the ghost. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to chomp, chomp, chomp. Keep on chomping. <laughs> I chomp the thing that's in front uh, of me. That's the rules. Yeah, and uh, uh, Thexus is still within five feet. So, yep. so and the smoke hit. cloud's gone. gone. Smoke cloud's gone. Uh, so let's see that one and one more. Okay, that is a uh, fourteen. 
Uh, that'll be a hit. Oh, sweet. Uh, uh, and that's eight points of damage. Oh, shit. I get on. I get on Ghost How Noel. long do you get to be a lion for? Just like indefinitely? Uh, it's it last uh it's like technically it's one half of your levels. So one? Uh one hour. Oh. So you take however many levels you are divided into and that's how many hours you can oh, be. Oh, and it's anymore. been like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's not yeah, been long. Yeah. It hasn't been long. I'm you're gonna have a lot of animal companions. <laughs> Well, maybe not. I can only do it twice before I need to rest for it. So. Uh, the thugs are up again. Um, they haven't given up? One of them has. Uh, <laughs> the nice. far away one bolts through the door Yeah, and is gone. That sounds right. But the one nearest to you uh, runs into melee range to try and stab you. Now. No, I'd like smart. to call out as a free action. Oh shit, they got reinforcements. Kill the gnome. I did it using thaumaturgy. <laughs> uh, from, and maybe the voice sound like it comes from outside. So who are you trying to impersonate? Mm, another thug. Okay. I want you to roll persuasion. Yes, please and thank you. Amusingly, they've almost never known me as a gnome. That is a 15. Do To whom do ties go? Does Ty go to the runner? Ty goes to the runner. So Who's the runner? I am the runner. <laughs> yeah, Chris is the runner. Um, I'm going. If you want to do this, I'm going to need you to act it out a little better. But yes, you have successfully persuaded this man. Dope, dope. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think what... No, uh, I think what Fexus does is he's going to turn away from not Nald, the old ghost man, and face towards like he's going to attack the thug guy. And then while he's doing that, he uses his offhand that's not holding the rapier to cast a little bit of spell to make it sound like it's coming from the door the guy just left from. He says, there's, there's more of them coming in. The gnome is coming back. I thought he was the lion, but he must have called in for help. Oh, what the fuck? The gnome is back. Let's get it. And then Texas Liam says, ha it's three against one now. You'll never make it. Um, so you have successfully convinced the thug to attack the gnome. Um... He rolled a 16. Yes. Which hits. Yes. For three damage. Yes. Um, to which the, uh, the gnome proclaims, you imbecile, why are you attacking me? Um... No, no, and don't. You can't hurt my friend like that. Oh, no, heavens. Nald, are you okay? Was that? That's Texas. And then I imagine he, Texas also rushes over to not Nald's side and attempts to comfort him. 
Um, well, take your action. Uh, I mean, it's it's hella not yeah. my turn, but I'm gonna do it if you want me to. <laughs> well, I mean, you're after the thugs. Yeah, aren't you, you are after the thugs. It is That's now dope. your action. So I'm rushing over to his side and I'm gonna cradle him. And so I'm like, no, no. And I'm looking very angrily at the thug. I said, "You've stabbed my friend. You stabbed my friend." And then I am gonna draw a dagger and stab him in in the heart. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll I'll definitely give you advantage because you are. Holding this man, my, my poor, I mean, poor Nald. If there was a mechanic for you, just stab him. Uh, you get it, but we are in combat, so roll advantage. Uh, fourteen. Oh wait, or haha, nat twenty, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Okay, roll damage. Yeah, it's uh, spoiler alert. He has uh two health. <laughs> Great. I roll a d four plus two, so he has to be dead. Uh, that two. would be a six. No, plus two. No, you got a nat 20, right? Yeah, the crit part. Oh, so then I hit him for 12 damage. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, stab him so good. Like, no one has been stabbed this well in a very long yeah. time. That's what they call so me. He, like, Texas the Stabby Mavericks. He looks up at you, and there's almost pride in his eyes about how well you stabbed him. So good. As... <laughs> The life drains out of him. And as the life drains out of him, there's a weird feeling in your arms as his shape changes again and suddenly there's a nondescript gray body in your arms. And Colin, it's your turn. I would like to say this does end when he dies in my arms. I then turn and look up at the thug, and in the animated version of this, my eyebrows then change to say "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need some learn some some disguise magic or something. Uh, well, I guess as the lion, I'm just gonna chomp down on the last remaining thug. Okay, roll to hit. They call them thugs uh, nuts. And, and I still have advantage. Yep. Which is maybe a broken mechanic. Oh, thank goodness I have advantage because that was a two. And that was a five plus five for ten. That is a miss. I thought it might be. Um. So now we're left with the thug, who is thoroughly confused, looking at his dead boss in your arms, and he drops his knife and puts his hands up and gets on the ground. He says, I give up. I give up. Don't kill me. You are out of combat. You have solved my uh, I think the at this point, ghost puzzle. Thexus definitely stands up and turns to to Scrooge and says, "Well, boss, we've reached that time in the night when it's time to settle up. But first, does this man get a cocktail or a stab tail? That oh, would he most certainly get a stab. That tail. would mean I stab him. Uh, while not looking." I think Thexus is cool enough that he then just throws one of his daggers over his shoulder and into the thug. Uh, 
Give me. I like that image. I'm going to need you to roll... <laughs> For the attack. If you want it to be quick and like that, I think that's a sleight of hand thing. Oh, that's awesome. I built this character for that. That's good. I have plus six to sleight of hand. Just. <laughs> yes. So that is a 20, not nat 20, but it is a 20. 14 plus six. <laughs> so uh, that's a 19. 13. I'm sorry, 14 plus six is 20 oh, okay. there, champ. Yes, that is. I thought you said 13. No. Um, you do that, it, and the knife whips out of your sleeve and buries in the ghost's chest, in the thug's chest, and he crumples to the ground. Yes. Uh, Scrooge picks himself up and brushes his clothes off and, like, straightens out some of the wrinkles in his in his costume in his not costume people don't wear costumes in his dressing gown and you know is is breathing heavily after 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 the night's uh uh so Thexus carries around with him alchemists um ingredients but in this case it's just a whole bunch of bitters and like little airplane bottles of booze so i think he fixes um I think he fixes Scrooge like a Manhattan, something something soothing with a little bit of cherry in it, uh, and and hands it over to him. He accepts it graciously. Um, thank you uh, for saving my life, and you know the cocktail doesn't hurt. Listen, when you say you want ham. We'll bring you the ham. And he walks away. <laughs> to just sit down in a chair nearby. But he does walk away. Um, you know, you collect yourself for a few minutes. And uh, is Nalt still a lion? Uh, oh, 100% he's still a lion. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to figure out what he would be doing. Uh, I think he's sniffing... He's kind of like sniffing around the dead uh, ghost man person. Uh, and then know. he's just watching Scrooge, Scrooge and uh, Thexus. A few minutes have gone by and it's clear that the, you know, the commotion has reached uh, neighbors. And, you know, before long, the city watch has made it into the into the foyer and they're investigating. Oh, and, whoa, shit. Wait yeah, a minute. We're out. Yeah, before they come in, well, even uh, whether we're out or not, I'm going to revert back to a gnome <laughs> before they come in. Nod uh, <clears throat> has done this enough to know that people aren't typically friendly to giant wild animals. That's fair. I'll give you that one. So I'm going to go ahead and revert back into a gnome. Um, they clean up. They tip their hats to you and say thanks uh you know these are these here are some of the 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 the, the gray foxes and well we've had them on the run for a while but they keep managing to to weasel their way back in so you've what? you've done are they foxes service. they're what gray foxes the gray fox but they're also they weasel they're the gray weasels 
No, I didn't say Great any wh- weasels. I'm pretty sure they were people. I think they were people. There was. Yes, there was a lion here. I don't know. Where'd that lion go, though? Yeah, let's not. Is a lion loose? <laughs> yes, somewhere, somewhere else in. Somewhere else in Wyville. Yes, sir. Never, never in this building was there a lion. No, no, that would be ridiculous. No, no, that would be insane. Now, about. You have been. Jenkins, Jenkins, I need you to go get two of the new guys and go find this lion. Because. We can't have a lion just wandering the streets. I, you certainly yes, he's very good. It's very good. Now you said you've been hunting for these people for a while. Uh, any kind of reward? What kind there? of? Yeah, right. We, we brought them in pretty good. You, yeah, we took care of them for you. We do. We should just be paying our standard rate. Right. Do I <laughs> do I invoice you or the the city council? How's that work? You we could bring funny. in. I, I, I like we. You. We could bring in the lion, too, if you want, if the pay's high enough. No, there is no reward. Thanks well, for your help. What? Bye. Uh, Nald turns to Scrooge and says, Scrooge, uh, where's our reward? Oh, I will pay you. You you, you have... You have... I, th- I thought you were a man with influence in this town. We have just... Demolished one of the uh, most uh, dangerous gangs in the area, and there is no reward associated with it. Next thing you know, somebody will just take up the gray weasel's uh, uh, mount and do what they did. And why? Why should us, such a common folk, other than being on a very lucrative contract, do anything to stop the gray weasels, wizards? What are they? I'm pretty sure they were people. They were. Pe- they were the gray humans. The gray humans. The Greymans. The Greymans. Don't know what to tell y'all. There was... We never had any plans to pay anyone, so... Well, then I'll need you both to settle your tab immediately. Well, I consider my tab settled. He shows them two empty ale mugs that they've clearly been drinking out of. And says, huh? Five pence. Where where did the ale mugs come from, Chris? I, I keep ale mugs with me at all times. I'm a bartender. Where are your supplies, Chris? Where are my supplies? They're in my backpack. I'm carrying, according to the my character sheet, I am carrying 91 pounds of stuff with me right now. I'm carrying 105 pounds, which is impressive because I only weigh 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ant strength. The, you know, the... The watch chief rolls his eyes and tells his men to pay you and begrudgingly hands you 50 gold. Oh, shit. Each? Each. Dope. Um, Don't, uh, don't go making a habit expecting things like this. And the watch all leave. Uh, I think we then turned to Ebenezer. <clears throat> now, we never did settle the issue of who would be sleeping in your bed tonight. I well, think we are pretty well deserving of a good night good night's rest in your bed. Well, as I you, seem to recall Ebenezer, you rested pretty well during that fight. You are certainly not sleeping in my bed, but I will allow you to 
Sleep in the adjoining quarters. I think we high five at that one. Uh huh. You, uh, Scrooge leads you upstairs, and you know shows you to the room where you'll be staying, and then says, "Thank you. I am." Going to get some sleep. Hopefully, if this was simply an attempt at robbery, there will be no more ghosts tonight. And do you do you want one of us to stand guard still? I I trust that you will come running if I call. Well, then... He says, trying to give you an opportunity to take a short rest. Just take it, please. (laughs) I was going to say, then, could you uh, stand guard for us? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. And he leaves. Well, I know. Was that English? What did you just say? (laughs) That's fine. Um, so you're alone in this bedroom and you have the opportunity to take a short rest if you so choose. Uh, I do choose. Uh, yeah, I think I will choose. Yeah, definitely. Cause I get my ability to change back into a wild animal. <laughs> Dope. Um, Y'all healing, hit dicing, that kind of thing. I'm just going to click this here short rest button on the uh, D&D Beyond sheet. And with that, we break for the week. Tune in next Wrong Thursday to pick up the thrilling adventures of Texas and Nald and see if they can't save Ebenezer Scrooge or whether they get Scrooged themselves. Bye, everybody.